What's up and welcome to The Hive Review, a podcast where we sit down with family and friends to talk about the latest buzz in movies, TV shows, anime, and video games that are worth your time. My name's B, and I'll be your host. New Hive Reviews drop every Wednesday. And if you want to support us and help us grow The Hive, make sure you follow, subscribe, and share the podcast. All right, with that said, let's get into it. Ah, good old Gojira minus one. Uh, it was, you know, and take this as someone who like, I've actually seen a lot of the Godzilla movies. Um, a lot of the older ones too, where it was like, the you know, the person in the rubber suit. I watched them years ago with Pops. Um, so I have a little bit of experience of like seeing the movies themselves. Don't know a lot about the lore. Um, but then obviously I've seen those. Um, the early 2000s, like really weird, like dinosaur American one. And then this new series of like Godzilla and Kong. Um, and I will say that this movie has been my favorite installment of Godzilla yet. Uh, keep in mind, I haven't seen Shin Godzilla, which is, I think, the most recent pro- Godzilla project out of Japan before this movie. And I've heard that one's really great, too. So I'll have to wait to see that one, too. Um, but yeah, I really, uh, <laughs> I, I really enjoyed this movie. I thought I almost was going to be upset by the fact that they were going to be focusing so much on like the human characters uh, because I feel like that's kind of been what has left a sour taste in some of, in my mouth with some of the, the more recent Godzilla movies. But I think this movie did it masterfully where like they, they kept it to a very small cast, uh, but they gave you a reason to love each character. You know, some of them started off as being kind of annoying or some of them started off as just being like, or just like assholes or just like off putting. But then I feel like they all kind of came through in their own arcs. Um, and by the end of it, you just were in love with each and every one of them. Yeah, so I I love the character development. I love this iteration of Godzilla. What I like about it so much is like it's a nice balance between like Godzilla being a giant like reptile and also Godzilla being a monster, like a kaiju. Like it's the perfect balance of just like his proportions are kind of off and unsettling and the way he moves is is really just it's like smooth, but also very, in some ways, like kind of animatronic, which is really like a really interesting take on it. Um, but yeah, enjoy the movie overall. And I would 100% anybody listening to go watch this movie before it leaves theaters. You need to go see it in IMAX. Back when I was a kid, that's all we had. Guy in a rubber suit, you know, got so sliding on his tail. Thought it was cool, but... I don't say this lightly, but this has been the first Godzilla movie where I wanted to jump up after the movie was done and just cheer because it it captures the human drama. It makes you care about the people. Um, and Godzilla is the big bad. And now that I say that, I think Godzilla works better as the kind of the bad guy. I've seen Godzilla movies where he's not this format, the way they bring Godzilla along as, okay, he's just a big radioactive lizard that walks really awkward and he starts destroying things and he starts affecting the humans that you kind of care about. I haven't seen that and been so engrossed in a Godzilla movie until now. And, And they only made this movie with $15 million budget and it puts all the other Godzilla movies that they've thrown 10 times as much at to shame. 
this is the best Godzilla movie I've ever seen in my life. Have you seen Shin Godzilla? Um, Shin Godzilla was good. This this destroys Shin Godzilla. I, I honestly, after seeing this movie, I tell people just skip Shin Godzilla because you can't. You're not going to top this movie. It's, it was incredible. Like Xavier, I highly recommend people go to the theaters and see it before you watch it at home and see it in IMAX if you can. This is an IMAX movie. And when when Godzilla is wrecking shit and you know he's coming because you can hear him but you don't see him yet um that's that's great in the in the theaters this is a movie that you should definitely pay the money to go see and, and support the producers and directors of this it's it's phenomenal and i mean they're they're seeing that kind of support in the theaters like it was originally only slated to be released like from december 1st until december 7th but they did push that back it set the record for a foreign film in the u.s it beat records that it stood for like 30 years, I think. For me, I'm newly a fan to Godzilla for a long time. I didn't, you know, that was not my thing. But once I started to get more into like watching, I guess, movies for more than just effects, which especially after being with B and understanding like the different layers of a movie and everything, I've, I've definitely learned more about that. But yeah, so I started watching Godzilla with the King Kong version, like the ones where they're, they started fighting. And I love King Kong. So that's what really got me into wanting to get more, uh, get into more of the Godzilla movies. But yeah, so this one, I thought it was really well made. I think that the Godzilla was my favorite. Like, of just how they made him look where he was kind of menacing but at the same time like every time he came on the screen I it just put a smile on my face it was just so funny to me and it kind of brings back this like feeling of like when you're little and you see something like that and kind of that like that giddiness that comes into play so yeah so I, I really liked how they gave him that little pot belly <laughs> like they gave him that little belly that he has and so it was just so funny and yeah like the story itself I I really enjoyed it and not gonna get too much into it but um yeah just the fact that they kind of hit on some historical notes which for me gets gives movies like big points because I'm a huge history buff so definitely would recommend people to go see it even if you're not super into Godzilla or you know, not super into foreign movies. It's still just a really good watch. And it might just like be like a gate into getting into like other types of movies and expanding your horizons that way. Godzilla is truly terrifying in this movie. The animation, there's one part where it looks like uh, it's kind of rough, <laughs> but whenever you see him, either whether it's in the ocean or in Tokyo itself, I mean, he looks really pissed off. I, yeah, I, I, I've never felt that way. Probably maybe with Shin Godzilla, but this this version nails it. With a small budget of fifteen million dollars, like what's Hollywood doing? Because they're spending so much more money and putting out crap. This, this this movie is great. At the end of the movie, everybody in the theater clapped. Yeah, we had some people clap in our theater. I mean, we we kind of clapped, but it was like it was literally us and like two other couples. That's it. Yeah, when we went, um, I went with Pops, and when we bought our tickets, it was like us and maybe like five other people in the theater, 
And then by the time we got there and like everybody filled in, like the, the theater was pretty packed. And yeah, at the end of the movie, people started clapping and I joined in too because I was like, yeah, this, this is an appropriate response. It was definitely a surreal experience. And you could tell people there were like Godzilla fans too because um, – all the all the great moments where something happens that leaves you kind of speechless or something unexpected, I could just kind of see people around me like physically reacting and gasping, uh, and I feel like that's a lot of this movie and the experience you can expect when you go to see it. I've seen the the reboot of Godzilla, not too much of the old cartoon and movies. Um, not super thrilled with like where they're taking like the current like Western Godzilla stuff. Um, the new Marnock show on Apple TV is actually really good and interesting. Um, but yeah, this movie, I, I went into it with like moderate to low expectations. I didn't expect to be in tears at moments. I didn't expect to be like laughing, but like of kind of like joy and also terror of like, oh yeah, God, he does not give a fuck. Like this thing looks kind of funny, but it's going to destroy us all. Yeah. It passed the tear test with any good movie with B watching it with him. If it doesn't make him tear up, then I'm just like, okay, it's not. It's not good. I have to look at him and in certain moments, if he is, then I'm just like, okay, this is a good movie. It got him. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And, and the music's great. Um, the characters are just as they should be, like you know, X mentioned, might start off making you feel one way, but by the end of it, you're gonna have a change of heart, which is great. You know, great writing, great characters. They they don't pull their punches. Uh yeah, it, overall, it was it was really great. E even if you're not someone that like never watched a movie like sub with subtitles, you kind of owe it to yourself to really watch this and enjoy it. And even though like Pops mentioned the CGI, if you're like really looking at it, it can be like a little rough around the edges. There's actually like a lot of really cool facts behind all that that um, Corridor Crew actually covered in one of their episodes. There was a minor, minor, small part of the movie where you could tell, um, but I mean, it's literally a minor part, and but everything else when they when godzilla um is on the screen reminds me of jaws back in the day um and it scared a lot of, a lot of people didn't go to the ocean after that movie came out when i was a kid because it literally scared people to death yeah i still don't um, and that's, <laughs> that scene reminds me of that definitely go out and see this you know uh me and naomi we went and saw standard quality unfortunately because it was the only one that had multiple showings, the only IMAX that at least was available for us was like super late at night. And this movie is like two hours, but definitely go and see it. If you can see the IMAX, you owe it to yourself. I'm going to give this a nine out of 10. It delivers. There's going to be highs, lows. I, I agree. Um, this is the first movie in a long time where after going to the movie theater and seeing it, that I wouldn't mind going to see it again in the movie theater. <laughs> I, I hate to see what they could do with a bigger budget. This film is worth every penny you spend in a movie theater. I give it a nine out of 10. And honestly, I, I kind of feel like most of the time I would feel like I need to go back and rewatch a movie to kind of check myself and how I felt about it. It was like just caught up in the moment. Um, if I wanted to go see this movie again, it, it would still be a nine out of 10. I would say it's a nine for me. Um, I really enjoyed just watching it. Just the scenes that played out was was super captivating. And I definitely think that, like I said, for people who are not used to going to see foreign movies with subtitles and things like that, because they think they won't be able to enjoy the movie because they have to read or whatever, coming from someone who is dyslexic, I can tell you it's totally possible. You can watch a movie and read at the same time and it not like 
you won't miss out on anything. You just will kind of get this like deeper story. I don't know. It's such a weird thing that happens when watching a foreign movie. I feel like sometimes I'm more captivated by movies that have subtitles than when they don't. It's just the motion. I feel like it can just be conveyed so much more. I also feel like it's just, um, you know, it's more captivating too, because I think just in general, specifically with like a lot of like Japanese performance performances, like I feel like they tend to be so much more emotive um, and in touch with like conveying certain feelings of like anger or frustration or happiness. And I, I feel like it's just way easier to connect. So I agree with that. On my end, I can identify three flaws with this movie. And I will talk about those flaws in the spoiler section. Um, but those three flaws aside, I'm still going to give this movie a 10 out of 10. I think considering what they were working with with their budget, um, how well they conveyed the destructive power of Godzilla, the way they told the character stories, the way that they used their musical score to make moments just feel so much more impactful in ways that like you really just weren't expecting in a monster movie. Uh, I just think that with the limited resources and everything, the atmosphere they were trying to create with the movie, I think they executed it perfectly. And it's honestly, like it's a top 10 movie of mine of all time. So 10 out of 10, go watch this movie. Thank you so much for listening until the end. If you've got thoughts and opinions on the topic covered, or if you've got feedback on how we can improve the podcast, we'd love to hear it. You can email us at hivereviewpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's hivereviewpodcast all one word, at gmail.com.